it's a great honor to have President Donald Trump with us. President Trump, how are you, sir? Hello, Mark. I'm great. Thank you. Well, it's a great honor. You know, we don't have you on radio and TV a lot because I try to respect your time. So when I do have you, it's very, very important. We've cleared out all the commercials and everything else. Wow, that's very good. Thank you. And I want to jump right in with you because we do need your wisdom. Um, Okay. So would you have believed 20 years after 9-11 the enemy that supported bin Laden and al-Qaeda would be celebrating victory over America? Not believable, not even thinkable. Should have never happened. They just surrendered. Our president surrendered. Not even a possibility. And we had it done, and we handed over something so good after the rigged election. We had it so strong. And I dealt with Abdul. He's the leader. And Abdul Ghani Karaka. I dealt with him, the leader. And I said, any American soldiers get hit, you will pay a price the likes of which no country has ever paid. And you know what? For 18 months, we didn't have any soldiers hit. Everything was absolutely, and, and you know, we had a condi- conditions-based deal. When they didn't meet a condition, we'd bomb them. And we were in great shape. And we could have we could have taken three years, four years, two years, one month to get out. Didn't matter. They were never going to come in. And we were going to remove the army or the military last, not first. We were going to take every ounce of equipment. We wouldn't have had to bring our new soldiers in. They brought these young, great soldiers in. Thirteen died, many very badly wounded. Nobody ever talks about them. And 250 people overall were were killed. I mean, you saw that. It was just mm-hmm. terrible. But that would have never happened because everything was orderly. There was no rush. And I said, I want every nut, every bolt, every tank, every plane. I want everything taken out. And I want the American people out. And then after the American people, you'll take people that are deserving. And instead, we took a hundred and some odd thousand people. We have no idea who they are. They could be Taliban. They could be worse if that's possible. And also, they're, and they're distributed all over the world, but they're all coming to the United States because these nations are all taking advantage of us, Mark. You know that better than anybody. All these nations that are doing us big favors by taking the people, they're charging us plenty. There has never been an embarrassment like we are going through right now. Our military is embarrassed. Anybody associated with our country is embarrassed. And it's due to gross incompetence, in my opinion, more than anything else. It's grossly incompetent. And they got $85 billion worth of equipment, the best equipment made on Earth. And China now is uh, checking it out because they want to have Black Hawk helicopters just like we do. And it's China, it's Russia, it's Iran, it's Pakistan. The equipment is being delivered all over the place. It's a disgrace. You know, President Trump, I can't imagine that you would have left one American citizen in enemy territory. You went out of your way, whether it was North Korea or other parts of the world, to make sure you got Americans out. They say there's 100. I bet there's more than 100 American citizens in there. I mean, uh, and they go on with life and they go on with governing like nothing's going on. Do you think diplomacy is going to get our citizens out of Afghanistan? No, I think what they're doing is, first of all, today I heard for the first time, which I felt, today I heard it was over a 1,000. 
And there are many people in there. And we have a lot of brave people that are going into that territory and trying to get people out. There are a lot of brave people happening, and they're getting actually hurt by our State Department, which has no clue what they're doing. But, no, I I cannot uh, believe that we left people behind. This should have never happened. The 13 soldiers that were killed and all of the soldiers and all of the people that were killed and wounded, they should it wouldn't have never it would have never taken place. There wouldn't have been a rush to the plane because we would have had plenty of time to get the people out. I mean, far more people were taken out than should have been taken out. Mm-hmm. We should have taken the Americans and some people that was were deserving. You know, when you're at war and you end a war, that doesn't mean you have to take the entire population into your country, okay? Mm-hmm. And don't forget, for every person you take out, then they want the wife to come, the grandfather to come, the grandmother, the father, the mother, the children, the daughters, the sons, aunts and uncles. I mean, this could be millions of people by the time they finish. And we don't even know who those people are. You know, they didn't vet the people getting onto the planes. They're vetting them now, many days later. And many of those people are going to be very bad people. They're going to be terrorists, okay? There's no doubt in my mind, but they're going to be terrorists. And that's the way it is. This, what, ha- what has happened to our country in the last eight months is not even imaginable. With inflation raging, with gasoline at $1.87, and now it's over $5, with uh, the border at a level that nobody's mm. ever imagined it millions of people have already poured through our border and these are people from jails prisoners we have people coming into our country that we don't want and the biggest embarrassment of all the only thing good about the border because frankly this makes the border look competent the border is totally incompetent. I don't believe they're doing it on purpose. I think they're just incompetent. I really don't believe because they cheat on elections. They don't need these people to vote. The fact is that the Afghanistan situation, taking the military out, having the Taliban move in, then we rely on the Taliban. We give them lists of people, of Americans. We gave them lists of all the Americans and all of the people that helped us. We gave those lists to the Taliban. So now they can just knock on doors and say, you're on the list. It is the most incompetently handled. And then on top of everything else, to give them the best military equipment Mm -hmm. in the world, the best in the world, the night goggles. You see, now they're fighting at night. They hated to fight at night because they didn't have the technology or the goggles. But now they're fighting at night. They're fighting your area that they have not been able to take over. I understand that area is practically done. How could how could they fight, Pangier? How could they fight when they don't have this kind of equipment? Mm-hmm. So they use the American equipment to wipe out Probably wipe out. You know, it's being reported they're still sort of fighting, but they don't have a chance. And they're fighting at night with our goggles where they can see perfectly. It is the most incompetently handled thing. And and all over the world, we are being scorned. We are being laughed at by, can you imagine Putin, President Xi of China, uh, Kim Jong-un of North Korea, uh, you take a look at Merkel of Germany and all of the people. They're at the top of their game. And you know them all. And you know them all. I know them all. They're they're all at the top of their game. These are really smart. These are people that get it. 
I actually had a good relationship, but I was wise to it because they've been ripping off our country. I mean, Europe, Germany, a lot. Of, they've been ripping off our country on trade. They've been ripping off our country on NATO. I had them pay $430 billion in NATO, and the head of NATO said Trump did something. President Trump did something I never thought was possible because for years they were delinquent, all of them, almost all of them. Let me, let me ask so, you a question. You yes, actually left NATO stronger. Than it was when you came in. Everyone was afraid you were going to abolish it. You left the Middle East stronger with all these deals involving Israel and these uh, in these Gulf states. You had Iran in a box. Uh, You were strangling them economically. Uh, You had, quite frankly, Afghanistan in a box. Uh, You were strangling them in many ways. Yeah. And 100 percent true. And your point about I wouldn't have put up with this, I would argue, is demonstrated by your own actions. Soleimani, Baghdadi, what you did in Syria and so forth. You're not a war guy, but on the other hand, you understand that even if you're a peace guy, you got to draw a line. Right. So we wiped out 100% of the ISIS caliphate in Syria and Iraq, and I did it in a period of four weeks. I was told that it couldn't be done by the television generals. It would not be able to be done. And I went to Iraq and I met generals that are real generals and they were great and they did a great job and they wiped out the caliphate, 100 percent of the ISIS caliphate, knocked out the leaders, the bad ones really fast. By the way, that's a tougher job than Afghanistan. We had Afghanistan in a position where they wouldn't have done. Again, Mark, I'll say it again and again. We didn't lose any soldiers for 18 months. And Biden said that the other day. And everyone said, well, is he going to say a but? He said, since the agreement was signed, no American soldier was killed. And it was like 18 months. And everyone on his side said, keep going. Is there something bad you could say? And everyone's saying, well, that's like a good thing, isn't it? But he didn't say that. I'm sure he didn't mean it to be good. But he said, under me, there were no American soldiers killed for 18 months mm-hmm. and they wouldn't have been killed because they knew if they killed an American soldier, the bombs start raining down on top of them again. We were in such a good position. And Mark, we could have taken one year or three years or five years or one month. We had all the time. We could have done it fast or slow. We were so protected. That's why all of the parents of the 13 incredible, I spoke to numerous of them. As you know, you probably see the letters that they've written and everything else. They are so such fans. And, you know, their child would be alive if the election weren't rigged. And they know it. They know it. Very sad. Let me ask you about the border, because you spent a lot of time fighting the Democrats and the media and the courts, and finally you got some good decisions, and you immediately move money legally to start building walls and so forth. Then then, uh, Biden comes in, and he puts the brakes on it. We have God knows how many illegal aliens coming and spreading the coronavirus, uh, MS-13 and so forth, and the guy doesn't even go to the border to look at the damage he's done. What do you make of that? So we had the best border in history. We had a stay in Mexico policy, remain in Mexico, stay in Mexico. Uh, We had uh, everything catch and release. I ended, which is not easy. You had to go through all sorts of court. We went through court for two and a half years, beating back Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats. We had so many lawsuits where we couldn't build the wall. I ended up winning. It took me two and a half years of legal action. We ended up winning 11 cases plus. We started building the wall. 
The wall is almost finished, 500 miles, almost finished, the most critical areas. Uh, And by the way, it was such a tremendous help. You know, that's why we had such low numbers. Uh, And all we had to do is join certain areas. And one of the reasons, it's interesting, one of the reasons we left certain areas open is we had massive amounts of equipment in Mexico for building the wall that we wanted to come out. So, you know, you can't bring it out if you don't have an opening. But but it would have taken a month. Now all the contractors are suing the Biden administration, suing our country. They want more money. They could have finished the wall for a fraction of what they'll end up paying, because I know contractors better than anybody. And frankly, they shouldn't have canceled their agreement. They didn't have the right to. They, they canceled their agreement. But in a month, they could have finished the wall. The wall was so good. It's, it works so well. People can't scale it. it. Virtually can't happen. It's it's high. It's powerful. It's everything the Border Patrol wanted. I went to them. I said, what's your ideal? They had to have vision. They had to be able to see through it. They wanted it to be steel and concrete, which it is. It's concrete inside the steel. And then it's rebar inside the concrete. They wanted, I gave me everything they want to have an anti, it's called anti-climb panel, you know, the panel on top. Mm-hmm. I never liked it because it doesn't look as good, but it works much better. And I gave it to them. And so we have the anti-climb panel. It is, it's been so successful. All they had to do is finish it. By the way, you know, the wall is sitting there. The wall that hasn't been put up, it's sitting there waiting to be thrown up. It could have been done in a month Crazy. and they didn't do it. But I got also Mexico. I happen to like the president very well, even though he's from a different persuasion uh, politically. But he's a great gentleman, and we got along great. He gave us 28,000 troops. 28,000. That's like an army. Mm -hmm. He gave us 28,000 Mexican soldiers, which we paid for zero. Now, I did say to him that if you don't do it, then I'm going to put tariffs on his cars. Because, (laughs) you know, they they took over the years, Mark— they took approximately 32% of our automobile, uh, not during me, during previous to me, but for over a period of 20 years. They took 32% of our automobile production. People don't realize Mexico is a massive automobile builder. Mm-hmm. And they took that money, that, that uh, you know, capability out of Michigan and out of our country, but Michigan in particular, it moved to Mexico. So they have a big force. So I said, look, if you don't do it, what I'm going to do is charge you guys 10%, then 20%, then 25% tariffs. Mm-hmm. And within about uh, 24 hours, we had 28,000 troops on the border stopping people from coming in. They also had troops on their border with Honduras and, and uh, you know, El Salvador. They had the troops there, uh, Guatemala. So they have a border on their south, to their south. And they they stopped a lot of people from coming in, which made it a lot easier. So we had the best border we've ever had by far. We had the least amount of drugs coming into our country because of the wall that was built, which was almost completed. The wall that was built, you know, they did. They put a lot of soldiers at those small areas. So it was it really worked out very well. Mm -hmm. We can't do that now because our Border Patrol is babysitting. They're changing diapers. And what they're doing, they're disrespecting our Border Patrol, and they're disrespecting the brave people of ICE. And, Ms. and Mr. President, almost 5,000 illegal alien kids are missing. Can you imagine yeah. under your watch it, if that had happened? Oh, oh. It, and they it, say almost so nothing about it. All right, I want to get, it's, before it's, we run out of time, I want to get into politics a little bit. Okay. I hear what you've been saying 
that people will be happy what you have to say. Now, I can read between the lines on that and so forth. Okay. They'll be happy about what it is that you're going to say. My question to you is this. You're going to have the same media attacking, as if you do this, if, if, if. The same media, the same blue states, the same judges. There have been efforts in red states uh, to tighten up their election laws and so forth and so on. We need election reform in this country. And what the Democrats are trying to do with this vote on this five, they call it 3.5, it's $5 trillion, is to institutionalize their power, to enshrine it. So what do you want to tell the American people? The Democrats do one thing better than anybody else, and that's cheat on elections. They are unbelievably good at it. And I said, if they ran their military like they run their elections, uh, Afghanistan would have been a total victory uh, years ago. Okay, years ago. Uh, They cheat, and elections are so corrupt. And, you know, I was telling somebody a little while ago, I think I did two things. I exposed how corrupt the media is, and I exposed how corrupt American elections are. You know, we were always known for these wonderful elections, how beautiful it is. We're like a third world country when it comes. You look at what happened in Detroit, what happened in Philadelphia. You look at what happened in Arizona today. I have a headline right in front of me just came out about Arizona that, let's see, update, 299,493 votes impacted. They had a uh, a big canvassing Thing happening in Arizona. Uh, it's like the most incredible thing. In fact, in, there's another headline and another one. I call on Arizona to decertify the election of 220 and recall the electors. We have a duty to act. That's made a statement. Somebody made that statement in Arizona, a big politician, um, because they caught him in Arizona. And Arizona is less crooked than Pennsylvania. But do you think you can overcome all this stuff in a future election? Uh, I don't know. It's it's a very big problem because the Democrats, you know, we got them by surprise, Mark. You have been so incredible and such a voice, such a powerful voice. And congratulations on your book. I'm not even a little surprised that it's so successful. Number one, again, uh, it's incredible what you've done. And I've always been a backer of your books. Your books are very important. Your voice is more important than your books, frankly. Thank you. But it's uh, it's so important. But uh, if we don't straighten out our elections, we're not going to have a country. I always say you need borders and you need good elections. I've added you need good elections. Nobody thought our elections could be so dirty. But, you know, the people of of the base, uh, and I believe it has to be much more than 50 percent. I don't believe you can have defund the police. I don't believe you can have all of the stuff that they do when you look at all of these no voter ID, no this, no that, uh, sanctuary cities. I don't believe that they can possibly have a 50 percent without cheating on elections because their policies are so bad. When you look at what they do, when you look at energy, where we had Uh, We were energy independent when I left. And now you look at Biden. He's sending people over to negotiate with OPEC. Can you believe it? Mm. We beat OPEC. We were we did much more, much more energy than Russia and Saudi Arabia. We went to number one by far. We weren't. We went to number one and we became energy independent. That was such a great achievement. I even got Anwar 
in Alaska approved, mm-hmm. the biggest site, perhaps the biggest site in the world. I got it approved. They just ended it. Reagan tried to get it. He couldn't get it. Mm-hmm. They just ended it. They've been trying to get it for 60 years, and they just ended it. So we are no longer energy independent. Uh, you look at what they're going to do to your Second Amendment. They're going to destroy your Second Amendment. They're destroying religion. They're destroying everything. They destroy everything they touch. You know, you heard my statement the other night in Alabama. We had 68,000 people oh, yeah. in Alabama in the rain and thunder. And I said about woke. And you know what I said about woke. But in addition to... <laughs> yeah, we can't say it on the radio. Yeah. No, you can't. I don't <laughs> want to say it on the radio because I'll get myself in trouble. But at the rally, I said it. But essentially, woke is a loser. And our country is becoming a place of losers. I just put out a statement on Robert E. Lee. They took the statue of Robert E. Lee down, one of the most magnificent pieces of art. But... It did represent somebody. Generals will tell you he may have been the greatest general of all time. He mm-hmm. took a, a a group that was going to lose a war in one day, and he actually almost won the war except for Gettysburg. I said, wouldn't it be wonderful if we had Robert E. Lee or a type of Robert E. Lee type uh, running Afghanistan? Well, Mr. President. That would have war, war would have ended a long time ago. I would love to go on with you longer. But okay. will you come back? I will. I'll always come back for you. I'm very proud of you. It's thank just you. A, just a very important guy. And thank you very much, Mark. We love you here, Mr. President. Thank you very, very much. <laughs>